You got it? I got it. Okay. Welcome to Shabbatify. I'm Scott Perlow. I'm Chazan Basia Schechter. And this is Romu Brooklyn, bringing the Shabbat straight to your eardrums. This is a very special Shabbat. This is like, this is the Chazan's favorite Shabbat. Yeah, it's a, a Shabbat of song, Shabbat, Shabbat Shira, Shabbat of the miracles, Shabbat of the whining, the birth of whining. It's all my favorite things. Wait. <laughs> What do you mean whining? What do you mean? After the miracle, the first thing that happens is that the Israelites start to complain about the water. It's oh, the birth of the complaining. Yes, it's the most Jewish thing of all. I think if, if you if you tell me my two favorite things to do is to sing and to whine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so from of you, Basia. <laughs> it's so like biblical of you. I really I'm indoctrinated. That. This is it. I'm indoctrinated. <laughs> So we call the Shabbat Shira because this is the time where we sing out loud the song that the Israelites sang on the other side of the sea when they were free for the first time. There's actually two songs. There's Moshe's song and there's Miriam's song. But in synagogues all over the world, so many beautiful melodies, so many beautiful rhythms are being brought into this Shabbat. And I think Miriam's song, if you look at it, is definitely more renewal because it's like way shorter, way shorter. You could just chant it over and over and over again. Right. You keep on making this fake news claim about renewal that I just cannot. <laughs> like it's shorter and yet longer all at the same time. Well, let's <laughs> unpack that another week. This let's week, do let's do more song and less right. unpacking. <laughs> let's start off with our first track. Uh, here's our Shabbat Shira for you. This week is going to be almost entirely music. We're excited to invite our friend Alana Brody into it. We'll be hearing from her a little bit later. Romu's on Alana Brody. And uh, here we go. This is Zusha from The Narrow Place. In the meta, go, see, go, and on, and on, 
All right, we are very happy to bring friend of the Moo, of the Roma Moo, Alana Brody, who's actually currently trying hard not to moo into into her. <laughs> Uh, neither Basia nor I saw the podcast moving in this direction today, but Alana grew up in the country, so it just it just feels right. Yeah. Anyways, um, welcome, Alana. We are so happy to have you here. Um, your voice has been so much of a part of our spiritual lives for the past years. It's a gift to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure, and I love... There's almost nothing I like better than singing with you on High Holidays, really. Um. And I have a question that is kind of like a songwriter question. And in light of the fact that this is Shabbat Shira and like the first songs of the Torah were like erupted after this miracle of the splitting of the sea, I just wanted to ask you what sparked your very first song? Like when did you know that you had a song in you that had to come out? That's such a good question. Um, wow. Um, I, I think it just happened um, by the nature of sitting at the piano and the piano is like the sea, you know, it's like a huge, vast, endless, feels like you could go in any direction. And so um, I kind of just want to play the very, very beginning of the song because it's so it's so real, like, and I remember, I wrote it when I was probably 12. Okay, let me know if you can hear this. Beautiful. I don't know if this world is good for my heart, if this world is good for my soul. I don't know, oh, I don't know. Oops, I don't remember it very well. No. I should stop. <laughs> if yesterday was only for tomorrow, or if yesterday was only full of sorrow, something like that. Um, so beautiful. And even, even in, I think it's full of questions. So I feel like even the like unsureness of the playing mm -hmm. kind of mirrors the kind of like, whoa, I don't know if this world is from, you know, it's so beautiful. And I can't imagine you at 12 years old coming through with those words. Like what was happening with you at that moment that made you sing those words? Must have been wrestling with something. And, you know, I must have been up against some kind of heavy want, longing, wanting. But I yeah. was playing video games when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like grappling with my own you know, the mistakes, I think, that I even at 12 was making, you know, and wanting to do right, do better, the world, making the world a better place, wanting to make my, my life a better, a better world. Amazing. And, and so after that first song, you were, you, did you say, oh, wow, this is something that I, did your identity become more like, whoa, I, I write songs. I would say so. Yeah. Definitely. It was a floodgates moment. And I started writing and then was just pop. Like I always had a project to work on. Amazing. And I, I think right now what we're going to do is we're going to play your most, your most recent release. It's soon to be released. It's, it's, it's done, which is actually everybody on this podcast listening right now is going to have a pre-release of this song because it actually hasn't been released. So this is my gift to, to, to this community actually. 
is a is a pre is a preview of a song that will be released and I'm very proud of it. And what's it called? It's called To Hear Your Voice. Sharpie nice to hear your voice to talk about the headlines, the news and the noise. Most things don't go the way we want them to. We don't get that final choice. But it sure be nice to hear your voice. There's a missing person in your city that sits by the Mississippi. Where white-faced eagles strike the waters, rippling violence as they're fishing. And I'm white-faced, but I'm sorry to those persons who've gone missing, gone into the hall of martyrs, long carved into our history. I'm sure be nice to hear your voice to talk and our joys things never go the way we want them to we don't get that final choice but it sure be nice to hear your voice with the winter thawing and the rain the creeks came rushing no there's nothing more amazing than the heart of the earth when she's gushing and we stood over her waters And we understood something Something about the way One day we all let go Your hand in my hand We started out running Through the open field At the top of the mountain And we fell to our George Floyd, no things will go the way we want them to. We don't get that final choice, but it sure be nice to hear I will surrender to the river. I will Folks are fed up with the fucked up And the late night flames take down the precincts And all this I heard from strangers on the screens I certainly got no word from my inside source And I wanted bad to call you Home is warm, but not filling up with 
exactly where we have to go And it's sure be nice to hear your voice To talk about the pastimes and all the new stories Things don't go the way we'd like them to We don't get that final choice But it sure be nice to hear Does writing a song like this change you? My whole world is different right now. <laughs> I feel, um, I think so. I think, I think I felt, sometimes I felt this way with different songs I've written. Like when you're done with it, you're like, oh my God, I got us. You know, what just happened? <laughs> what just came through? And, 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 you know, and then this desire to share it and this desire to, to really like, you know, share it and put it out there. Um, but for, for me, this was like what's changing in me right now particularly is like the activation of um, anti-racism, like wanting to be more in the fight for um, ending police brutality and seeing our police system reformed. Our police system, unfortunately, is based and built on systemic racism. It's in its core. You know, I'm not the historian to talk about it, but the police system has come from policing um, um, black people. So it's it's a it's a real problem. And I am 100 um, percent here to do what I can to um, to say no to that in this this country, in this world. And, and um, this song has for sure grounded me in how both the act of grieving and like surrendering uh, to the circumstances of our world, they must be paired with action and with being vigilant. It's such a beautiful thing that on the Shabbat Shira, where we sing the song of liberation, that you sing a song that can kind of affect liberation and that has an impact on your own sense of what needs to be liberated in our country. So it's like such a gift to have had your voice. These ex gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous arrangements. Did you write those arrangements? Because they're so beautiful. Thank you. Um, I did. <laughs> You know, I went to school, music school, with hopes to major in orchestral arranging because I wanted to be able to do this for my folk songs. And I don't know how many years later, 10 plus years later, I finally did it. But without school, because I actually dropped out and didn't take one class in, in arranging the, for orchestra. So it's a beautiful thing that it, it, it's a beautiful thing that you don't, you can just figure it out. You know? I love it. I love it. Uh, well, thank you so much, Alana. Life I think you taught us so much, and we're just Life so grateful for your teaching, yeah. your wisdom, your song, your spirit, yeah. your soul that is really soaring and I think is going to be such a bomb for so many, so many who are listening. Oh, well, I love you both so much, and I love you all, whoever's listening. Um, thanks for listening, and don't be a stranger. Next up on our podcast is Corina Lal's version of Ainli Eretz Acheret. Nancy Pelosi quotes a line of Israeli poetry talking about having no other country. This is the original song that it came from. 
followed by the one, the only, the original, a little bit of Debbie Friedman and Miriam on this Shabbat Shira. Every strand and every thread she crafted her delight A woman touched with spirit 
For something a little different, this is one of my favorite singers of the PU team. The religious poetry, especially of Northern Africa, this is the great Moroccan rabbi, Rabbi Chaim Lok, uh, with the PU ensemble singing Hallelujah.
I've got an idea. Let's play something of Basia's. This one is Caribone from her album Haran.
when I asked you about your songwriting and the way that music really speaks to you, this is the track you came up with. Why this one? Um, I think this track kind of represents something that came together for me, at least in terms of like mood, rhythm, emotion, and a sound from my band that feels like it melds together kind of a modern um, electronic, slightly electronic -y keyboard sound, but with kind of ancient instrumentation as well. So it really brings together, um, I think, some things that are in my heart, which is like uniting the old and the new together. What does it mean for a musician? I mean, what does it mean for you to find your sound in any given song? Um, I think it's like an outbreath. It just like relaxes. And you could actually listen to your own music and feel like, whoa, I can like live in this for a minute here. And it does sometimes for not wanting to listen to your own recordings. I mostly don't. <laughs> I mostly don't. I most it's hard it's hard for at least for me to listen to my own recordings. Um but sometimes I think for me when I heard music as a kid that really awoke a certain emotional space for me. It made me it made me connect to that place so strongly, and every time I even hear that song now, it brings me back to that emotion. And so I think for me, I was it was such a powerful thing to be able to be transported that immediately um, that I, I wanted to be able to do that for other people. I was like, I want I want to I want to have that power that it's like a mm -hmm. magic power. I mean, it's so ineffable though. Like it's so hard to know except when you know when you've got it right. I mean, do you have anything, like how do you, does it does it take forever? Is it a process of just like feeling in your gut? Does it change for every time? I don't know if this is a useful question about sound about songwriting. It changes every time and and every, and also it it's not like universal, like not everybody's gonna like what you think you, is great, you know? A lot of times the things that you think are beautiful, other people are like, that is my least favorite thing that you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I actually think that it's true for davening too. I mean, it's like, it, you know, like if Avery, it's there's a statement that every Beit Hamidrash has a chiddush, every Beit Hamidrash is an in, innovation. So yeah. yes, but like every shul has a sound. I think worth its salt. And I was always surprised because I felt so deeply moved by certain melodies and so deeply bored by others. It was it, it took me a while to realize that when other people disagreed with me. Um, that they weren't right? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I said right, or yeah. and you said wrong. I said right. Yeah. At the same yeah. time, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. Like I didn't. It took me a long time to realize that sound is something that's intensely personal. Personal. So personal, and it's so difficult because I remember. And this happens less at Romamu now, but it happened at BJ all the time. Like we had a much more solid matbeah in the sense of like we did certain melodies pretty much every single time. And then we started to innovate and we, and people started to get so mad. And we would have people who were like, you cannot do that. You cannot not sing this one melody. And then other people were like, you have to start doing new things, you know? And everybody feels so differently about where prayer lives for them melodically musically emotionally and and it's such and it's and and it's and it's 
and it's militant almost. It's like funny to say those words militant, but music is militant when it comes to something that 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 brings brings emotion and prayer and divinity and the ineffable alive for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's something that we don't always appreciate because there's like a really there's a real really difficult spiritual paradox at the core of this which is that it's so personal like you said it's so personal and yet it's the means by which we communicate with other people on the deepest possible level and i think that's why concerts where everybody's a fan are so powerful because you have thousands of people who all feel the same exact way that you feel about the music that you've all gone and paid a lot of money to see and to experience together with other people that feel this, you know, the same way. Right. And then there's like the point in time in the band's history where all they're doing is playing their greatest hits. And when I think about like the kind of music that we try to make, is that like there's like, is your service, is your synagogue service a museum or like, is it still alive and growing? You know, is it like, uh, is it um, the natural history museum of, <laughs> of Jewish prayer? And and it's really hard to 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 argue with people and to debate with them that if it if it's not growing it's not alive if it's not changing it's not alive and at the same time if it changes too much it's not authentic oh it's not authentic to the sound that has been established by that particular place and the thing that people come to for their for their spiritual for their spiritual um experience I don't know if we've answered any real. No, I don't questions. think so. <laughs> we've definitely opened up the question, though. And to that end, let's play one more track before on this Shabbat Shira before we go to our blessings. Um, and thanks for your sound, Basim. My pleasure. It's always great to be uh, interviewed and also to host with you. <laughs> okay, here we go.
השלום, מלאך העליון, ממלך מלכם, לאחים הקדוש ברוך So we should make brachas? Yeah, I think, I don't know. Some of you are going to be listening on Friday as Shabbat is coming in. Some of you are listening on Shabbat day when Shabbat is already here. Some of you might be listening on Sunday when you actually have a moment and Shabbat is over. But either way, blessings are really always welcome. So please join us. Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu l'hadlik ne'er shel Shabbat. Amen. Grab a cup. Fill it up with wine or grape juice. Seltzer. Seltzer? I mean, if you're not using the seltzer for the matzo balls, then... Use it for the kiddush. Grab a cup, fill it up with wine or with grape juice, and especially blessings. Lift it up with us, hold it in your hand, fingers together, as we should all be unified in our hearts and our souls. And here's the blessing over Kiddush. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Borei Amen. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher kiddushanu b'mitzvotav v'ratzavanu v'shabbat kodesho v'avav ratzon inchilanu zikaron lemaaseh v'reishit ki hu yom techila lemikra ekodesh zecher letziad mitzrayim ki vanu v'acharta v'yotanu kiddushta mikol ha'amim v'shabbat kodeshecha Amen. Good Shabbos, 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 good Shabbos.